Hello, and welcome to another episode of Screen Bites, our thought leader series where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the conversion TV space. I'm your host, Michael Beach. This week, I'm joined by Michael Schoen. Michael is the SVP and GM of Marketing Solutions at Newstar. In our talk, we cover the future of identity and how measurement and attribution will transform video advertising. Please enjoy my conversation with Michael Schoen. All right, Michael, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, we'd like to start all of our guests off with the, the same icebreaker. Um, what was your first job and what lessons did you take away from it that you've applied to your career? Well, my, my very first job was as a short order chef at a Bun & Burger in the Brunswick Square Mall in New Jersey, but I don't think that's what, that's what you intend. Um, uh, so my first real job was with Accenture, uh, which at the time was still known as Anderson Consulting. I was in the advanced technology group, which really meant anything that wasn't uh, dealing with mainframes at the time. Um, and I think I, I took away two core lessons. Uh, first was the value of um, being able to simplify a problem, um, but both in terms of um, actually being able to get at the, the core of the issue and, and actually being re- re- able to resolve the problem. Um, but, but more importantly, I think, was the aid that it provided and being able to effectively communicate with a broader team. Um, so being able to take a, a challenging, complex issue, break it down to its component pieces and be able to communicate that back, I think, was an important lesson for me. Um, and the second was the, the value of mentorship. Um, I was for- fortunate to find in my first few client engagements senior leaders who took a real interest in me, uh, provided constructive feedback, and helped uh, really guide me in, in my career. Um, and I think in my own career, I've aimed to kind of pay that forward and identify folks um, who I can be helpful to um, and, and help ensure that they are on a, a productive path for their own for their own future. I love it. And speaking of taking something complicated and making it simple, that's a perfect lead in. Uh, you know, how did you get started in the marketing technology space? Seems like that skill would be applicable every day. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so after leaving Accenture, um, uh, I joined Warner Music Group for a few years. Um, and uh, after that, I, I joined a small startup in LA um, in the user contributed content space. Um, and that company was acquired in 2000 by Looksmart, um, which at the time was a leading search engine that powered Microsoft's internet directory. Um, and that really brought me into the marketing and technology space. Um, over my time at Looksmart, um, we developed it into a pioneer in the paid search space. Um, so I got really steeped in search um, after LookSmart, I joined IPG Media Brands, and that gave me much broader exposure, both in terms of um, the, the, the various aspects of marketing uh, and, and ad tech technology, and also broad exposure to uh, a lot of uh, clients that we worked with directly. That's great. Well, I guess you know, before we kind of dive in, we've got a bunch of questions um, you know, from our community. Can you kind of give us an idea of you know, what Newstar is and, and kind of how they fit in the advertising ecosystem? Yeah, Newstar can be challenging for folks to understand because we don't fit in fit simply into just one box. Um, Newstar really runs the gamut. Um, I think the, the the thing that ties all of Newstar solutions together um, is uh, Newstar's unique position in identity um, and uh, analytics. Um, so Newstar provides a, a broad set of solutions, uh, but most simply, we're now talking about unified identity and unified analytics. Uh, which are really about uh, a set of solutions that help brands understand their customers from an omni-channel perspective, um, and then being able to understand from an analytics perspective um, uh, the impact of their marketing investments and how to optimize them. Excellent. Well, you know, we kind of come at this more from a you know heavy focus on video. Probably the you know eighty percent of our our communities on the video space. You know, there's a ton being written about. You know whether it's announcements from from uh, Apple with the iPhone, or you know what's going to happen with third-party cookies, or kind of unified identity. Um, how do you think that's going to play out in the kind of broader video and, and TV ecosystem? Yeah, I mean it certainly creates a, a real challenge. I think if you take a step back, 
um, you know, over the last you know, decade, there's been a real proliferation of consumer touch points. Um, and the saving grace for the industry has been that, you know, with co uh, cookies and mobile ad IDs, there's been a mechanism for tying them together. And I think it can feel to, to many folks that the bottom is kind of falling out now uh, with, as you said, Apple shifting IDFA to, to, to an opt-in model um, and Google being set to deprecate the third-party cookie uh, early next year. Um, you know, Newstar's approach um, has always been founded in our um, authoritative identity. Um, so Newstar has the ability to kind of understand consumers from an offline perspective. Um, and so the way we've approached traditional TV, for example, has never been reliant on any of those digital identifiers. Um, so certainly from an analytics perspective, the way that we incorporate um, linear TV exposure into our analytics models, both through marketing mix and multi-touch attribution, um, does not rely on any of those digital identifiers. Um, but we've taken um, a, a, a broad set of approaches as we think about how um, brands are being challenged. Um, and we've brought it to market with something we call Newstar Fabric. Um, with Fabric, we are combining um, our uh, uh, offline identity solutions, so our ability to kind of understand consumers from the perspective of name, address, phone number, email address, um, combined with a set of solutions that really tackle the problem in the digital space. Um, you know, most brands are really focused on um, uh, spending their digital investments within the wall gardens. And so we've built some unique integrations um, with uh, folks like uh, Facebook and Pinterest and, and Twitter and LinkedIn and, and Amazon and others um, that enable Newstar to incorporate um, the impact of uh, ad exposures in those environments, um, often with techniques that leverage advanced differential privacy um, solutions to ensure that uh, while we're able to incorporate the incremental impact of those marketing exposures, we do it in, we do it in a way that does not um, expose any uh, any uh, private user information um, outside of the, the the context of the wall gardens. Um, we have also developed a set of clean room solutions um, that allow us to partner with um, with publishers um, to provide the the opportunity for brands and publishers to collaborate on data um, again in a way that ensures that each party's uh, uh, data remains uh, remains well protected. Um, and then finally, we are uh, partnered uh, with solutions like the Chrome Privacy Sandbox. Uh, new search made a proposal as part, part of the W3C working group uh, known as Pelican. Uh, folks are familiar with what Google's doing. The Chrome Privacy Sandbox recognized that all of the proposals have bird names, and so we had to go with Pelican. Um, Pelican is an approach that um, will enable Newstar and, and others um, to be able to incorporate um, uh, exposures that can be measured via the Chrome browser in a way, again, leveraging differential privacy that does not expose user-level information, um, but still allows us to incorporate into advanced uh, MTA models uh, the impact of those exposures. Um, and finally, there, there's, there's you know, one aspect of um, this space that, that has gotten a lot of attention, which is what we refer to as the um, uh, programmatic IDs and identified contacts. Uh, that's where publishers um, have uh, gotten consumers to provide some form of identity, typically an email address. Um, and that provides the opportunity for identity providers to provide um, an ID that can be used to tie um, uh, exposure to across multiple publishers. Uh, so LiveRamp has proposed their ATS solution. Um, uh, the Trade Desk innovated with UID 2.0 that's now been handed over to, to Prebid. Um, and Newstar has a similar solution we refer to as Fabric ID that is part of the overall um, Fabric solution set. Um, one unique thing we're doing here is that you know, Fabric is fully interoperable with both ATS and UID. Um, so we're not requiring that either brands or publishers make a bet on which of these programmatic IDs will be the, you know, the quote unquote winner. Um, it's really about ensuring that we're providing maximum reach. Um, and our specific approach with Fabric ID, because it leverages Newstar's identity, um, will provide some incremental reach above uh, some of those other solutions. 
Yeah, I see that, that being a big deal. I mean, the, the you know, the world just gotten much more complicated in the last 10 years and, uh, you know, needing to, uh, <clears throat> you have multiple identity partners to operate in an environment where you're already dealing with multiple walled gardens uh, would be quite the challenge. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Well, one thing, you know, again, kind of look at the video space, uh, you know, topic that's coming up, you know, almost daily for, for our customer base is, is attribution and kind of business outcomes. You know, obviously it's been around in digital for, you know, display and social and search for, you know, forever. Um, what do you see really happen to the video and kind of the linear space? And, you know, what's, what's that going to look like here in the next couple of years? From an attribution perspective? Yeah, either attribution or, or, or what, what do you see people doing? beyond just uh you know reach and frequency or age and gender it seems like you know we're we're kind of getting out of just audience targeting or audience measurement alone being the new metric and that people are wanting to get more mid and down funnel metrics on on video yeah i mean certainly uh, that's the case and you know, one of the ways in which newstar has been helping brands is by providing um, a unified approach to video. Um, so you're not thinking about digital video and linear TV as being separate channels, but, but really you know, part of a whole. Um, and looking at them holistically in terms of how they're actually impacting um, uh, consumer propensity to, to convert. Um, and so uh, Newstart's unified analytics approach um, is holistic, um, and it combines traditional marketing mix techniques with multi-touch attribution. Um, that's important because uh, with MTA techniques, you're able to um, incorporate the differences in consumer propensities between audiences. There may be some sets of your of your customer base that are likely to convert. They have a, a, a propensity um, uh, you know, towards your brand already. Um, there are other aspects of your audience that are less likely to convert. <clears throat> and the, the impact of the, the video channel may be different for those different audiences. Um, marketing mix, though, is still important because there are kind of endemic factors um, in, uh, in the industry. Um, uh, the economy may be impacting your purchases. And then being able to incorporate those factors is, is, is critical as well. Um, you know, one of the things that's unique about NewSource approach is not only do we um, incorporate the impact of linear TV through marketing mix, um, but through partnerships with, with folks like iSpot, we're also incorporating linear TV exposure into MTA models right alongside um, uh, digital, digital video um, and, uh, and, and connected TV uh, solutions as well. Um, and our approach there, again, is really focused on understanding the incremental impact of marketing. Um, so it's not just about um, uh, being able to uh, identify folks who were going to convert anyway, um, but really being able to understand um, uh, the incremental value of your marketing investment. Um, that then feeds back into um, the, the topic of targeting. Um, so when you're running those, um, the, in particular, digital video campaigns, being able to build an audience um, of the consumers who um, are most likely to be influenceable by marketing activities. Um, uh, drives a lot of value. Um, you know, historically, there's been a, a, a big trend in uh, ad tech to try and identify the consumers who are going to convert and go ahead and target them because um, that results in your marketing campaign looking like it has a, a really high ROI uh, because the percentage of consumers who you targeted uh, who convert is really high. Um, that's not driving a lot of incremental value. Um, if you're targeting consumers who are going to convert anyway, what, what have you done other than spend some, uh, some marketing media dollars? Um, so our approach is really to leverage our analytics to help predictively build audiences um, who you can incrementally use uh, to drive uh, business impact. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big trend. Uh, you know, like I said, from you know three or four years ago, it was not something we were getting asked about a lot on the video side, and, and today it's 
almost become table stakes uh, with both the buy and sell side, uh, which is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, well, I got you know, a couple more questions on the identity front. You know, one, as you look forward five years, you know, know this is a tough one, especially for the space. You know, what do you what do you think the the world looks like on the on the identity side? And then, what do you expect your customers to keep doing, start doing, and stop doing? Um, so, so uh, you know, I, I think identity um, in marketing is becoming ever more important. Um, you know, brands, uh, especially now, recognize the importance of building kind of direct, meaningful, long-term relationships directly with uh, with consumers. Um, and you know, these recent changes we're seeing in the digital ecosystem kind of underscore that because. Um, uh, there's the risk of being disintermediated by some of these technology providers. Um, and the only way for brands to kind of withstand that in the long term is to ensure that they've got uh, kind of that direct relationship. Um, so overall, you know, brands are certainly going to be making um, more investments um, in those relationships. Um, and then an investment in enterprise identity to help maximize the value. Um, that's certainly an area where uh, New Store has been focused with their unified identity solution, which is really about pro- providing a solve for that enterprise identity uh, infrastructure problem. Um, it, it, with, with unified identity, what Newstar is doing um, is helping to ensure that brands get the most leverage from those investments in first-party data, um, which can include you know, uh, uh, solving data hygiene problems, so ensuring that the, the data that the brand uh, collects um, from consumers um, is correct and kept up to date and, and is deduplicated. Um, it's also about enriching that data, so providing additional attributes um, to, to kind of maximize the value um, and then providing solutions for activation. Um, so integrations uh, across the ecosystem so that um, the brands are able to actually connect with consumers across all channels. Um, and um, in terms of what brands are going to stop doing, I think it's uh, uh, kind of well past time that, that brands really stop with things like last click attribution. Um, and uh, I, I may, may, may still be optimistic, but I'm hoping that five years from now that's no longer happening. Um, and then brands are not still falling into what I call the retargeting trap, um, where you know retargeting looks great because um, it, it 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 seems to show really high marketing ROI, but it's it's only because you're 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 kind of giving all the value to the last click in in the value chain. Yeah, last point. It's really interesting. And I, I've kind of got a theory on this, but would love to hear your thoughts. Do you think that's more because the the marketer is reliant so reliant on reporting and analytics from the media seller, and obviously if you're a media seller that the last click looks looks great. You're going to push that, or you know, what do you think the the driver is? Why that's lasted so long? Yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly true that um, you know, last click attribution, um, as provided by individual media channels, um, is is uh, incredibly self serving, um, and it, it is the view that looks that, that allows each media channel to kind of put, put its best foot forward. Um, you know, to be fair, it, it, it's also the simplest solution um, in a world in which the technology has gotten hard. Um, and, and in many cases, it you know, continues to get harder. Um, it, it's easy to fall back on the, the low-hanging fruit. Um, you know, folks may realize that in uh, Google's initial um, announcement of the Chrome Privacy Sandbox, the one implementation that's been provided for attribution is uh, last click. Um, and and you know, again, you can argue that that, that is self-serving, but it's also the, the, the approach that is technically the easiest to provide. Um, but it is incredibly important that brands recognize that that the investment in, in um, being in, being able to implement a more sophisticated solution um, is worth it, uh, because again, the the value of marketing needs to be measured on the incremental impact it has in terms of driving uh, actually new sales. Absolutely. Well, looking, yeah, you know, can kind of the questions we've asked today. What's one area that you think 
has the most value that really no one's talking about in the identity space? Uh, so I think it's a, it's um, uh, the cleanliness of the of offline data sets. You know, I think there's been a lot a lot of focus on um, being able to maximize the um, the online digital reach of your first party data. Um, I think the challenge is that you know brands generally are uh, unable to directly measure whether or not the audiences they're reaching through those solutions um, uh, are accurate. You know whether or not you're actually reaching the right consumers. And so I think focusing on the kind of quality and accuracy of the of the offline data um, is really key. Um, I think the, the you know the other challenge which we touched on at the beginning of the conversation um, is you know a lot of brands have pieced together solutions uh, across multiple providers over time, um, and um, it has resulted in what we now refer to as, as data chaos, where um, if you're working for if you're working with multiple providers uh, of identity solutions uh, across activation and onboarding and, 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 and data hygiene, um, you may find that you have made kind of uh, improvements in that data across those individual silos, um, but you're not maximizing the value of your investment um, because um, there's a significant amount of data loss involved if across each of your marketing channels, you're working with a different identity provider um, and, and there's a loss of fidelity that occurs. What, so, you know, I guess a follow-up on that, have you seen the quality of the offline data improve in recent years or is it kind of deteriorated? I kind of ask this more because I, I, what we find with our customer base is that, you know, 10 years ago, it was very rare that they were uh, combining their CRM data with offline consumer data from multiple pro providers, but it's much more common today for us to find a agency or marketer that's trying to combine a lot of this on their own. Uh, do you see that? Has that helped or hurt, or you know, what what have you seen overall in the cleanliness of the offline data? Yeah, so, so we're certainly seeing that same trend, and I think it's because of all the things that we've we've spoken about. Um, you know, brands recognize that they need to be pulling together um, all aspects of their first party relationship with consumers, um, and I think that the long term trend is towards improving the quality of that data. There is that short term challenge though, which is that the data they've collected in these individual channels often you know, don't agree. Um, uh, and, are, and are not connected. And so it, it kind of necessitates the, the need for, for uh, working with an enterprise identity provider. Uh, we worked recently with uh, a large electronics retailer um, that did kind of an audit of their own internal systems and recognized that across all the different touch points, they might actually recognize an individual consumer with 46 different identifiers, um, uh, which is just you know insane and, and obviously gets in the way of being able to maximize uh, the value of their relationship with, with, that, with that individual consumer. Um, and so, you know, identifying that as a challenge um, and then making a real investment in, in solving for it um, is certainly uh, a requirement today. Excellent. Well, we'll get you out of here on one more question that uh, we asked all our guests. Uh, if you could, could get your entire team to read one book right now, what would it be and why? Uh, so, you know, over the last year, Newstar's made a big investment in a diversity, equity and inclusion initiative. Um, and as part of that program, we've actually just started off uh, like a CEO, uh, a CEO uh, book club um, to help um, drive conversations within the organization. And, and the first book that the, the team is, is tackling is uh, Vanishing Hat by Britt Bennett. Um, his historical fiction starts in the 1950s about twin sisters growing up in a small southern black community. Uh, the twins you know, run away at age 16 and, and end up with pretty divergent paths. And it's a story of race, gender, sexuality, and the complexities of identity. Um, uh, it's a award-winning book. Apparently, HBO is now developing a limited series from the from the novel. 
uh, incredibly well-written, compelling story, um, and uh, certainly encourage folks on my team to read it because we're going to be t using that to kind of tee up some challenging conversations with the organization that are incre incredibly important for us. Thanks. Well, great recommendation. Uh, well, Michael, I've loved the conversation. Uh, anything else we missed? I don't. I, I think it's been a great conversation. Again, just kind of underscoring that kind of the challenging times that we face today as marketers um, and uh, uh, the, the role that uh, solutions like uh, identity and analytics play in kind of charting the path forward. Excellent. Well, I'm grateful for your time. And I know our community is going to love the conversation. So thank you. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Bites. I hope you enjoyed the discussion as much as I did. You can find out more about CrossGreen Media at crossgreenmedia.com. And please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, Stay to the Screens. You can find us on social media at CrossGreen Media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts.